Welcome to the Different Thinking Podcast with your host, Zach Hensrud. All right, welcome on into the Different Thinking Podcast. I am your host, Zach Hensrud, and I'm very excited to share this content with you today. Um, I, uh, at the time of this recording, the calendar page has flipped and it is now 2023. And so, uh, can, cannot believe it, cannot believe that it's 2023, but very excited to bring this content and the content throughout the year. Uh, there will be a little bit of a break coming up where, uh, the show is going to do a little bit of a reset from season one to season two and in season two there will be much more other there'll be other voices that will be joining the show uh interviews of different author podcasters uh business owners people in in who i see uh, apply different thinking in their businesses in their organizations uh, there's even a chance that uh, there's going to be even religious leaders uh, because there are much uh, uh, ways in which creative thinking gets infused into a religious body and and just seeing uh, the the cool things that can come from it. Uh, and so it's something that uh, with uh, different thinking podcasts, really want to highlight those that are that are creating that uh, different thinking. But today's show is one that uh, I think is really needed. Um, it's, uh, you know, if you watch some of the old time cartoons, um, I, I think of like um, Sylvester and Tweety Bird. And uh, Sylvester is told to, you know, uh, be kind and, and not eat Tweety Bird. And then all of a sudden, uh, there's two figures that, land on his shoulder. One is an angel and one is a demon of him. And one is telling him to do good and one is telling him to do bad. And uh, while this isn't about good and bad, this episode is really centered around who are you listening to? Who are you truly listening to? Uh, Because everyone has two main voices I always laugh when this comes up in a, a conference or, or something of that nature where uh, someone will uh, be presenting and they'll be talking about these voices or, or an internal dialogue and they'll, they'll ask the audience, how many of you actually talk to yourselves? And about 90%, 95% will raise their hand. Um, and, uh, there's usually a follow-up where the chuckle is the 5% that didn't raise their hand, uh, are talking to themselves uh, of saying, no, no, I don't talk to myself. There's no way I talk to myself. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy talk, right? We have these internal dialogues and it, and it really doesn't matter who we are, where we come from. There's internal dialogues that happen each and every day. And so, uh, in this episode, I'm going to help us label those internal dialogues, to really create a concept that's going to help you in uh, your leadership positions to understand who are you listening to. Now, I got this concept, and I always like to give credit where I learn things from because I believe while a lot of these thoughts are original thoughts of about these concepts, 
The concepts really come from other thought leaders because I am one that is continually on a journey of growth. I believe that you should always be the student. Like you should always have a heart of a student uh, because you can always learn something new or you can always learn mastery towards something. Uh, episode coming up, I'm going to share uh, some takeaways from the book Outliers uh, by Malcolm Gladwell. And uh, I can't wait to bring that content forward because that will dive in a lot deeper on uh, that idea of being a student for mastery. But I believe to always be uh, the student, always be learning. So I was listening to the uh, Bedros Killian show and and it was the same show that I've done a number, a couple of other podcasts on. Uh, and uh, he he has a rule to his game and the game is life. And there's a rule that is never negotiate with your inner critic. Now he uses a different term. This is a family friendly show. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to use that. But the idea is never negotiate with that inner critic. Never negotiate with that inner voice that is critical, that is uh, demanding, that is uh, is the voice that is really holding you back is and has become that obstacle, that adversary from for you doing the things uh, that you want to do. And uh, that voice can also, and I'm going to share in just a moment, be that imposter syndrome that you feel. Now, to kind of put this together, I want to tell you a story. Back in March of 2014, I was a manager of uh, an auto body shop. We had about um, 10, 12 employees, um, sometimes up to 15 uh, we did very, very well as far as the number of units that we repaired. Uh, we had a number of insurance partners. And I, while there was always room for improvement and while we were not operating, and I say we, all of us, were not operating at our potential, uh, we, we were doing very, very well. And uh, I, I remember this very distinctly because this is one of the first aha moments that I had with these this inner critic. So, um, going through the process of being a leader, there are times where you want to play hero ball, where you want to take on everything. Um, you just, you don't necessarily leverage your people. Uh, you allow yourself to, uh, really be the hero of the day. And so that's how I operate in the auto body uh, industry is I really wanted to be successful, but I also wanted to own that success. And I wanted uh, my folks to rely on me. And so when they rely on you too much, that means you're doing a lot of the work. So it's March of 2014. I'm struggling. I am absolutely struggling mentally, emotionally, uh, physically. I'm ex- uh, I'm struggling. And uh, it was about 10, 11 o'clock at night. And you might be wondering, um, okay, that's that's late at night. And I was actually still at work. I should add that in there. I was at work 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And you might be wondering, why were you at work so late? Because the operational hours are from 8 a.m. to 5.30, Monday through Friday. Well, uh, just because we were done operating, uh, 
I needed to close out the files. I needed to file the files, make sure my numbers were correct. Because earlier that day, I just got off the phone with my boss. And my boss was not pleased with what we were doing as a shop. And his uh, admonition of like, hey, Zach, you really need to get it going. Because if you don't, you really don't want to know the consequences. And uh, it, it's funny how that works out because I just felt this immense pressure, this just immense feeling of uh, pressure on my shoulders. And I remember 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, I just uh, ate something completely unhealthy. Um, I had my computer up. I had, uh, you know, like a video playing to kind of keep me engaged, but I was doing, doing the work that was needed, balancing files. And uh, I just got so, I had to go out into the shop to grab an invoice. And I was so frustrated because here I was again, staying until uh, 11 o'clock, knowing that I probably had another hour's worth of work to turn around and come back again to the next morning by like seven o'clock in the morning to run this meeting, to get, you know, to go through the same process over and over again. And so as I went to go get that invoice, I remember being in that, uh, shop and just stopping and having this moment of just, I quit. I, I look at it as like a mental breakdown. I just, I didn't want to move from that spot. I just wanted to stop everything. I was done no more. And, uh, that night I made a decision that I would step down as manager from, uh, the, the shop. And eventually actually what happened is as I was stepping down as a manager, I, I realized that even going to the next level down was not fulfillment. So I ended up quitting the job uh, and in April uh, quit. And that began my journey on where I'm at today. But I bring this up is because there's two voices. There's your inner critic and your inner advocate. And your inner critic is that person. That, and if you can Go with me. And Bedros really painted this very, very well. And if you wanted to listen to it, it's episode one of the Bedros Killian show. But he says, imagine you're a, your mind's a car and uh, you've got the steering wheel. Your critic is usually the, the person that is uh, right next to you. Uh, your inner critic is the one that actually is, and it may be more of your inner comfort, um, your inner safety measure. Um, because when you hear those voices of, uh, you can't do it, or uh, you hear those voices of, um, you know, those subconscious thoughts of, uh, indulging in food or alcohol or even drugs, um, whatever that vice is that you go when your comfort has been violated. Um, that is, that is your inner critic. That's that inner comfort that wants to keep you safe, wants to keep you uh, on the same patterns. Your, your inner critic doesn't believe that you can accomplish the goals that you've set forth, doesn't believe that your organization can grow. Your inner critic is that imposter syndrome in which you walk into a room of people that are smarter, uh, more accomplished than you, and you immediately feel like you, you don't belong. That, that critic is the one that when you need to make those calls or, or you need to make that connection with a, 
with a recruit or a, a prospect that makes you not want to pick up the phone and, and pick up something else, whether it's social media. Uh, for me, it was food. Food was my, was my comfort drug. And when I would listen to my critic, and even that night when I would listen to my critic, I would be much more apt to grab a comfort item such as food or coffee or uh, sugary treats. And, and it was something where I, this critic was the anchor to my, my ship. And I know I gave you a car and ship and, and it's like one of those things that Zach kind of pick a metaphor and stick with it. But that inner critic is really the internal voice that wants to hold you back. Now, uh, you will always have this voice. Uh, there's no getting rid of this voice. It, do, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how accomplished you are. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, how much exercise you do. It doesn't matter how much uh, mental gymnastics you do. You will never, never get rid of your inner critic. It never goes away. It's always there. As a default, it's gone into your uh, front seat just by how we are conditioned. You know, when when we are uh, born and um, start to develop our advocate, this second person that we're about to learn about, the advocate is usually in that passenger seat. Like, you can do this. But as you are conditioned in life and as you're told no, and as you're, and for good reason, by the way, you know, like I have small children. I tell my children no all the time. Like, please do not stick the, the fork in the toaster, right? They're, they, uh, I tell them no because I'm trying to keep them safe. Well, that starts to build onto that comfort zone that builds that innate ability to become safe. And so you'll never get rid of your inner critic but what you can do is build a system or a process in which when you feel your inner critic getting louder and louder is to remove them from the front seat, remove them from that place of where they're at so that you can listen to that second voice, which is in your inner advocate. And your inner advocate is really that, that is that voice that helps you take the necessary action to achieve your goals. Like anytime you try to do something that's outside your comfort zone, once you break through that wall, once you break through that wall, and even after you fail and try again and try again, that inner advocate begins to build strength. And uh, there are moments in which you can do things that you didn't necessarily think that you could because you're listening to that inner advocate um, if you've ever done like a, a long distance run, not having done a run, as long as you stay consistent in, in running or walking, you will finish that race. It doesn't matter what that time is. As long as you stay consistent at either running or walking or a mixture of both, you're going to finish that race. But for every runner, they run into what's called a runner's wall. It doesn't matter how conditioned you are. It doesn't matter how in shape you are. There's always this runner's wall where at some point in the run, your mind starts to go, okay, let's go ahead and, and shut this thing down. Great job. But your body's got more effort behind it. And that in your mind is your inner critic going, okay, you know what? We just don't have it today. Guess what? You know, it's just not the right conditions. It's raining. And your inner 
critic is trying to keep you safe because on the other side of that wall is a little bit more pain. But with that pain, pain is the pleasure of accomplishment of getting done what you've set out for. So your inner advocate, as Pedro said, and and I agree with a lot, is that your inner advocate, if you haven't been practicing to use your inner advocate, uh, they're most likely, if you take that that thought of a trunk, they're in or in a car, they're in the trunk going, you can do it. I know you can. Right. They have some sort of, you know, like they're, they're the inner advocate. That voice is always trying to encourage you is always uh, having you take one more step. And so um, how you help them switch places is you have to have a mindset. You have to have a system, a process in which you yourself will stop when you hear the critic and allow yourself to reframe what you're thinking about. A process of reframing will allow you to really start to look at the problem a a different way. Such as when you walk into that room of, uh, let's just take that room. If you're a business leader, you know, there's conferences, there's chamber events, there's networker network networking meetings. And there's sometimes you'll walk into a room where you're with a number of accomplished people and your accomplishments do not even pair in comparison, or you're just starting out and you have that feeling that you just don't belong. And that is your inner critic. Whereas your inner advocate says, you know what? This is a place of learning. This is a place where you can Learn where you can grow. You don't have to have all the answers. No one's looking for you to have all the answers. Go and learn. And so the ones that stay, the ones that contribute, the ones that ask questions are feeding that inner advocate and bringing them to the front seat. And what they're doing to that inner critic is they're tying them up and they're putting them in the trunk. So start to reframe. When you are invited to something, go. When you have something to share, share. Don't be silent. Don't hide. Be present and take hold of the opportunities that are before you. Because, listen, when you are creative, when you start to think different, people will look at you as if you have a third eye. Like they really will look at you and say, ah, I just, that just can't work. Well, you don't know if it, it can work or not, but you do know that when you apply action behind it, there is a possibility that it could create a different way of doing something in a more efficient and effective way. And so with that, to feed that inner advocate, you have that voice already in you. You know you can already do it. Just listen to it. Drown out the inner critic. Stop. Breathe. Uh, in an earlier episode, I talked about low gear that I learned from my coach, Coach Satema where low gear is all about starting with breath control. When you stop, reframe your breath. Go in through your nose, out through your mouth. When looking at a different project, start creating micro goals. Don't try to finish it all in one moment. Like I was just listening to a Navy SEAL and they shared everything that they did in Bud's training. And and they said, if I would have known about all of this that I would have done, Uh, I wouldn't have signed up. 
but I just took it one step at a time. Micro goals. Having the right visual visualization and, and powerful self-talk. See, once you start doing that powerful self-talk, that is feeding your inner advocate and that is shutting up your inner critic. And why I share this message today is because if you can practice that this year, if you can practice this today, it is going to help you take on those goals that you have set forth yourself for yourself here in the new year. Too many times people will set great goals, but they'll listen to the inner critic and that inner critic will hold them back from the action that is required each and every day to do what they need to do to get what they need to get done. A different thinking leader finds a way to reframe and to listen to that inner advocate and really shut up that inner critic. And so my hope, my prayer for you today is that you can take something from this podcast that you can take a moment, put down the phone, remove the distractions, and dive into your inner advocate. You can accomplish what you set forth. It's just going to take the three things that I'm going to share with you next time. And so I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please join me next time as I share the three things that you need to accomplish your goals in the new year. But until then, quit listening to that critic Start listening to your advocate. You can do this. You will do this and you must do this. Thank you folks for listening. I really appreciate you being a part of this community and listening to the Different Thinking Podcast. Until next time, if there's anything that we can do or that I can do, please put it in the comments down below. Please share with me. Reach out at hello at differentthinkingpodcast.com. Until then, until next time, remember, today is a great day to apply different thinking. Take care, everyone.